Welcome to the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast with Sam Lang, John Conley, and Ryan Marston. For over two decades, Rabino and Langwell Partners have been helping the people of Boston plan for retirement. And now, the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast. Hello again, and welcome to the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast. That's exactly what it means. We're here on the radio. We're also here anytime you want online, which is iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. So if you're hearing some of the show and you got to go someplace and you want to hear the rest of it or you want to hear a bunch of past shows, it's all there for you online. Just look us up, the 365 Retirement Radio Show. And each week we have one of the guys from Rabino and Lang Wealth Partners come in here, Sam Lang, John Conley, and today, Ryan Marston is here. Ryan, how are you doing today? I'm I'm doing great, Randy. Uh, <laughs> it's you know Memorial Day weekend, yeah, yeah. and the weather's been great, and can't complain too much, I guess. Except if you're heavy in the stock market right now. <laughs> it's you know there's no lack of topics that we could oh, potentially discuss today, right? It just seems like there's always something new coming out, and the markets are you know just as volatile, reacting to said news that um you know again keeps coming out on a daily basis. Uh, it's crazy right now. Well, we have. Uh, We've used the word in the past, headwinds. And I mean, my gosh, there's just an awful lot of things that the market is up against right now with rising interest rates and global problems like Ukraine. And uh, uh, we've got shipping uh, problems and we've got high gas prices and it's inflation. Everything is all coming to roost at one time. And we're seeing it now. Uh, If you are heavily invested in the stock market, it has certainly probably affected your bottom line over the last three, four, five, six months. And so there there is a, an article here that we're going to kind of start with today is where do you go? You know, and, and according to the people at Bank of America, they looked at the holdings that their people have and they say we are seeing more people in cash right now since September of 2001, which was right after the 9-11 attacks. So that's how people are viewing this right now is it's really a big deal. So my question to you is if somebody's looking for, you know, the sidelines and safety and trying to sit this one out a little bit and not lose so much is cash the answer. It depends how long, right, for how long you're looking to potentially set it out. So, I mean, there's things like I-bonds and and certain different tools you can use that maybe get more attractive interest rate than what you can get in, you know, a checking or a savings account right now. Depends how long you want to sit on the sidelines, what the long-term goals are for that money that you were talking about, you know, sitting in cash, because the downside of the cash is where inflation is right now, and you're losing out to inflation. So it is sort of like a negative return if you are just sitting in cash right now know, for an extended period of time. But is it the time to invest? You know, it depends where you want to put it. You mm-hmm. got to be strategic about it. You know, dollar cost average, especially into a market like this is crucial because it's going to be very close to impossible to try and time the market. No one has that crystal ball and hopefully things get better sooner than later. But it's tough to tell someone to take cash on the sidelines and just go and invest it right now. Right. I mean, and if you're if you're trying to do it the other way and say, okay, I'm going to take a lot of my equities and I'm going to push them over to cash right now, you've got to be right about that because you've got to be right when you're pulling back and then you got to be right when you're pushing it back in. And yeah. it's seldom can you market time. And we've talked about that on the show a lot. Yeah, yeah. Market timing never works. And like you say, if you're in equities now, is now the right, you know, I'm more on the side of probably not the time to move to cash. You've, mm-hmm. you've experienced quite a pullback probably already, unless you, you know, 
true believer in thinking that the market's going to continue to deteriorate and further correct to, you know, another 10% or more, then maybe, yeah, you should move to cash. Mm -hmm. But it's tough to do it now because, you know, there's a good chance if some of these things get corrected that's going on right now, we'll see a quick surge and you'll miss the bump and long-term returns will, will sacrifice in part of that. And this is the time when we start to see all the commercials come on TV for gold. You know, when whenever oh, yeah. things go crazy, then everybody comes out of the woodwork and says, now nah, we got to go to gold because that's the safe harbor. What do you think of that? And, and are people asking about that? They are. I mean, so we do have some gold positions through the use of ETFs, exchange traded funds in some of our portfolios as a part of portfolio hedge in a market like this. And gold is one of the bright spots of the golden commodities are, you know, a couple of the bright spots of this year's market. It's mm -hmm. done fantastic. Again, the problem there is it has seen a surge this year just because of what has happened with the markets and trying to combat inflation. Gold has historically been a pl good place to invest money to combat those inflation rates. But is now the right time to move to gold? I'm not sure about that. But, it's, you know, there's nothing wrong with having that as a piece of your overall allocation and portfolio. So on one side of it, you got Bitcoin and people are getting right. hammered in that. And the other so. side of it, you got gold and people, you know, might be doing better in that. But then that changes, too. As soon as the market turns, then gold starts to go down. So, I mean, it's moving the chess pieces around. And I think that these are the times right now, you know, for the last 12 years, we've all been geniuses because the market's going up and we just keep putting money in and we look really smart. And these are the times right now where we really need a financial advisor. It's exactly right. Like you mentioned Bitcoin and people were talking about that as a portfolio hedge in replacement of positions like gold, mm -hmm. you know, a year ago. Well, I think we've all seen how, you know, that that has gone this year between Bitcoin, Ethereum and and other like investments. But it has not provided that hedge to a portfolio. In fact, it's worsened your returns on a year to date basis. Bitcoin has corrected more than markets have uh, and pulled back more than markets have. So wouldn't compare a Bitcoin to a gold. Um, I think it's just an alternative investment or asset class. But there's something to be said to taking a look at what your risk tolerance is and making sure you have the appropriate levels of each investment that fits what you're trying to accomplish at the end of the day. So when someone sits down with you right now, if, if they're listening to the show and they've they've looked at their portfolio and they're down 10 or 15 percent and they're a couple of years from retirement, they don't like what they see and they say all of a sudden, well, you know what? It's time to sit down with with a financial advisor and I got to work my way through this. I got to stop the bleeding and I certainly have to have some sort of a plan for the years to come. So what happens when somebody calls us right now and says, I've lost 10 or 15%. What can we do about it? You put the papers out on the table. What's the conversation look like? First thing we're going to do is do a full analysis, how you're currently invested. See what is, you know, where your shortfalls are or your where your biggest risks are with how you're currently allocated. And then really take a look and gauge what your risk tolerance is and making sure you're invested properly for your risk tolerance. From there, what we'll do is actually apply it to your retirement situation. So not just, you know, looking at the investments and doing investment planning, but we actually apply it to what your goals are in retirement. How much income do you need based on your expenses? What does your taxation look like in your retirement? What levels will you be taxed at? What type of investments do you have from a tax standpoint? You know, those, you know, pre-tax assets, there's taxable assets, and there's tax-free assets that you can own. So how does that all fit into the picture? And Social Security. So the, we take your current investments, and then we apply it to that and go through your actual retirement plan and make sure you are on the right track for where you want to be. 
We all want to know what our, our, our future is for retirement. We want to know where our income is, where our paycheck is coming from. What does that look like? And certainly during times like this, you want to say to yourself, if I go through this, I don't want to lose a whole bunch of money. You know, you, you might look at a financial advisor and, and they say, well, how much are you comfortable to lose? And you say, oh, I don't know, 15, 20 percent. I could probably handle 30. And then the market goes down five, six, seven, eight. And you're calling and saying, I don't like this. Because when you put an actual number with it, Ryan, it starts to get really uncomfortable, doesn't it? It does. And, and again, right now, it is such a volatile time, right? You, you, you take a look at everything and where bonds are and, and equities are on a year-to-date basis. It's tough. And, you know, when I talk to someone and we go through everything and going through the markets and the historical records of the markets, it's tough to say, hey, these things are normal, but they are normal. You know, what mm-hmm. we're going through is normal. And it's, you know, the whole talk of the R word, the res- potential recession. Well, right. it's not a matter of if a recession will happen, a recession will happen, right? Again, it, it's just a matter of time. We go through recessions periodically through, you know, historically. Will we go through one in the next few years? Time will tell, but we will go through a recession at some point again. You just got to make sure you're positioned accordingly to withstand, you know, any pullbacks in the market and make sure you're, you know, you're at a comfortable level of the investments in the risk level of those investments. We all want growth on our money. And is the stock market the place for growth? Yes. Is it the only place for growth? No. And if you look at it and say, well, this is the price of admission. Every now and then we got to go through one of these. And if you don't like it, then that's okay. Then we can build a plan that way. But if you are okay with it and you can say, I can handle some ups and downs. I understand that. We can build that into the plan too. What we call that is the 365 retirement plan, and it's going to be different for everybody. You may not like what's going on at all, and you can't stomach it, and it keeps you up at night, and this is a really difficult time for you. Well, that is something you need to sit down and talk to Ryan and the team, Sam and John at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners, and express that. Say, I don't like this. I don't want this to happen five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now. I don't like it at all. Okay, let's build you that kind of a plan. Give us a call or go to our website and let's start building you that retirement plan, that 365 retirement plan, so that if we have one of these or two of these or 10 of these during your retirement, you don't have to say, I got to cut back. I can't do that trip. We can't do that thing that I wanted to do in retirement because the market is down. Give us a call. Go to the website. Let's start today. 365retirement.com is our website. As you scroll down, a window will open up. says, hey, would you like to talk about your finances? Click on that. And we'll ask you to put in a little information. There'll even be a calendar there. You can schedule the date. Let's get it on a calendar and sit down and go through this. Put the papers out on the table, as I like to say, and talk through it. Build a retirement plan. You can also give us a call very simply, 617-440-9365. 617-440-9365. And we do this for you at no charge. Coming up next, we're going to talk about 401ks. So many of us have one, and there are some changes in there. There's some people that say, I would like for this to work better for me. You might be one of those people. We'll talk about that coming up next on the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast. Are you worried about retirement? Well, you're not alone, and there is help. If you're serious and saved $500,000 or more for retirement, there's never been a better time than now to have a written retirement plan. 
If you're ready to take the next step, call the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners for a complimentary 365 retirement plan consultation. Call 617-440-9365. That's 617-440-9365. And on your computer at 365retirement.com. And welcome back to the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast with the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners today. Ryan Marston is here with us, and we're going to do a segment here about 401ks. And Ryan, in the past, we've talked about one of the, the staples of the 401k. You may see something called a target date fund. You'll recognize it because it has a date next to it. It might say the 2025, the 2035 fund, the 2045 fund. Those those are, are dates for retirement. And if that's your date, you might choose that fund. What is a, what's the concept behind a target date fund? What's it supposed to do? The concept behind a target date fund is, let's just say we have a, or I'm talking with a 60-year-old person, their goal is to retire at age 65, and they have assets in their 401k. So they would probably have a target date fund to choose a time period around where their goal of retirement is. So five years from now, which actually puts us in 2027. So you might have some sort of 2025 fund or 2030 fund, um, maybe a blend of the both that is supposed to ideally be invested according to a risk tolerance of someone whose goal is to retire in those years. Mm-hmm. And part of the major issue with them is they just have a straight line uh, rebalancing where they move from, you know, as you get closer to the dates, they just move from equities to bonds and have more exposure in bonds as you get closer to your re- retirement date. And that has really come into play and I guess become more forefront this year, I think, than ever and shown where their weaknesses truly are um, on, on how they're investing in the target funds. Because we're losing money in equities and we're losing money in bonds right now. Yeah. I mean, bonds like aggregate bond funds are down over 10% on the year. You know, that's a pretty steep uh, drop, especially when equities have, you know, most equity indexes have dropped even further than that. You know, bonds have historically always been a good hedge or, you know, help to drive yield or get yield in a portfolio. And not only are you losing 10% in the bonds on a year-to-date basis, but the other problem is rates are so low and your yield on a lot of the bond funds is, you know, historically low level. So you look at, like, I was looking at a couple different 2020 and 2025 funds prior to this actual show. And, um, you know, the 2025 retirement date funds are down about 13% on the year. 2020, you know, you think in 2020, that's two years ago. And if you were investing according to retiring two years ago, that's down all about 11%. In that, wow. so those funds are, you know, somewhere around yielding about two and a quarter percent. So it's not even driving enough income off what you're investing in. If you're looking to live on that income, and especially when inflation's, you know, quadruple that right now. So it's interesting. And I think they're definitely coming into light in a negative way and showing where their true weaknesses are and causing people to explore other options. So I have an article in front of me here about target date funds mm-hmm. and the title of it is The Bloom is Off the Rose for Target Date Funds. So TIAA did a study and they asked over a a thousand people who have target date funds uh, what they think of them. And last year they did this and 78% of people thought their target date fund was just fine. This year that's down to 66%. So they're experiencing exactly what you just described. 72% of them said they wanted a new generation of target date fund that generated income. So this gets into the whole idea of the 401k 
it doesn't generate income and and a pension does an annuity does Mm -hmm. we're all looking for that paycheck and now people are saying i want my 401k to do this and we've heard the stories about them maybe putting annuities in 401ks so what people are looking for here is I want a paycheck. Absolutely. I, I want yeah. money at the end of this whole thing, like a pension. That's what people are looking for, aren't they? Exactly right. I think if target date funds did just that and generated a safe yield or income, the whole annuity exploration inside 401ks probably wouldn't be happening, right? Mm-hmm. If they did just that. So now that you know, you see the shortfall and they're not deriving enough yield or income inside 401ks or investments, I think employers as fiduciaries are looking into annuity options to you know have a stable you know, return, you know, safety of principle, uh, as well as generating some sort of an in- guaranteed income stream in retirement for their employees, um, which, you know, seems to make a lot of sense for certain investors. So that is probably one of the questions you have about retirement. If you have put most of your money into a 401k and you're saying to yourself, okay, the balance is good. I, I like what I've saved, but what does this mean? Uh, what does this mean for me? How does it become a paycheck? And that's a really good discussion for you and the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. That's exactly what a 365 retirement plan can do. Sit down and build income. Sit down and figure out you bring all this to the table, 40 years worth of savings. What does it mean in a paycheck? So let's have that meeting. And we do that for you at no charge. You have uh, amassed all of this. You have saved. You've done your job. Now, what does it mean for you in retirement per month. You know what your paycheck is now. Do you know what your paycheck is in retirement? So let's find out. Here's our number. Here's our website, 617-440-9365. 617-440-9365. You can call us and set up a, a date there. We'll get the papers out on the table and we'll talk through it. You can also start at 365retirement.com and schedule it right there. Also with the 401k, there's a story out of Vanguard, and it says 34% of Americans who have a 401k don't contribute enough to get the company match. So I like the term free money, but apparently there's a lot of people out there mm. that don't understand free money. And that's this, this is a place where you've really got to exploit this, don't you? Exactly right. You know, certain situations might be going on with some of that 34% where maybe they don't have the ability to contribute up to the match, you know, currently. Mm -hmm. And and certainly that's one situation where you wouldn't do it, right? You may need the extra income coming in. But for anyone that I'd sit down with um, that has the ability to contribute at least up to the match, it's a no-brainer. I mean, you need to take advantage of the company match, which is free money that you're investing into the 401k. You know, when we are sitting down with somebody or when I'm sitting down with somebody and looking at their current 401k contributions, how it is affecting anything on top of just, you know, which which pool are you contributing to, whether it's pre-tax or after-tax slash Roth, the Roth contributions, we really take a hard look at bare minimum, you got to contribute up to what to get the full match from your employer. It's free money you'd be leaving on the table. Beyond that, we take a look at, you know, how much more do we want to do? What avenue do we do it? Does it make sense for your overall plan? Do we have other outside options that we'd be contributing investments or, or money into to save up for retirement? So we have this vehicle called the 401k. This is what we've been given because those of us baby boomers, pensions have been going away our whole Mm -hmm. life. So they gave us this thing, and now it becomes time for us to use this thing. And you're going, 
I don't know if I like this because it doesn't end in a paycheck. Okay, there's number one question. Number two, how much should I be putting in? And number three, we've got time here to talk about this a little bit, Ryan, and that is if you're 59 and a half and you're in a 401k, you have the option of staying in there and then moving some of that money out to get under your control. Talk to me about that. I just uh, actually met with a client and she is in her early 60s. And, you know, one of the things that you're allowed to do with most 401ks is as soon as you turn 59 and a half, you can do what's called an in-service distribution or a direct rollover into an IRA. Uh, You can open up the IRA wherever you want and you can roll over a portion of your 401k while you're still working into the IRA. And then it's a non-taxable event because it's a direct rollover and still in a pre-tax vehicle. And then it opens up the investment world to you. Then you can invest it however you'd like. You can go buy a bank CD if you want to earn close to nothing on money. <laughs> or you can invest it in the market, potentially open up beyond the choices of what you're limited to inside of a 401k. You can purchase an annuity if you're looking to generate additional guaranteed income in retirement. So it just opens up the options to you. Now, you just got to be aware of the downsides of it as well. Like if you planned on working well into your 70s, any money you roll into an IRA, you're actually required to take an RMD out where if you were still working in your 70s, you don't have to take out an RMD in a current employer 401k. Uh, So that's, you know, one of the major downsides, but doesn't apply to a lot of people we sit down with. But like I was saying, I just met with a woman who's a new client and we did roll over a portion of her 401k money just to further diversify what she's doing and redistribute it into a couple other options beyond what she has available in her 401k, but kept a portion in the 401k in those investments and is going to continue to contribute to them until she retires. For many of us, that 401k is the biggest block of money that we're going to bring into retirement. Mm-hmm. Why not make that thing work as hard as it can for you before retirement and after retirement and getting a little advice and having it as a part of your plan? Because I know it's, it, it's called a 401k plan, but it really isn't a plan. It's a place where you put money. To have a plan, you've got to have purpose for that money. That's what it is to sit down and build the 365 retirement plan with the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. Let's put it to work. Give us a call or go to our website, 617-440-9365, 617-440-9365. Give us a call right now. Get that date on a calendar or you can go to our website, which is 365retirement.com. As you scroll down, a window opens up, says, would you like to talk about your finances? Click on that, follow the prompts. We'll ask you for a little information so our team can reach out to you, but you can actually even pick your date and your time right there to schedule your meeting with the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll talk about you might be having a difficult year, but there is somebody that we all know who's having a fantastic year, and we'll tell you about that coming up next on the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast. We hope you're enjoying the retirement conversation. If you're ready to take the next step, call the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners for a complimentary 365 retirement plan consultation. If you're serious and saved $500,000 or more for retirement, there's never been a better time than now to have a written retirement plan. You'll learn where you are now and what you should be doing to retire with confidence. Call 617-440-9365. That's 617-440-9365. And on your computer at 365retirement.com. 
Hello again, and welcome to the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast with the team at Rabino and Lang Wealth Partners. Sam Lang, John Conley, and today Ryan Marston helping us out, kind of navigating some of the difficulties that we're seeing out there in the financial world. And boy, there's a lot of red arrows right now. The market has lost an awful lot since the beginning of the year, and there's a lot of nervous people. And while you might be struggling right now, here's somebody who is flush Mm. with cash, Uncle Sam. (laughs) Tax collections for the government are up 43%. How about that? We had a great year last year in the market, and a lot of people sold their stock. That means short-term capital gains, and all of that has added up to a lot of taxes, and Uncle Sam has got a big old smile on their face. But... Higher interest rates hurts the national debt. It means inflation, maybe having to pay government workers more. So Uncle Sam's appetite for your tax dollars has not gone down at all. So my question for you, Ryan, is this. Do you see any tax breaks in the future for retirees, or do you see them continuing to be the target for where Uncle Sam is going to go to try to get more tax money? I mean that is a tough question, right? I don't I don't know if I necessarily see more breaks in the in the future, right? Especially right now. You just see what's going on with the national deficit, interest rates like you mentioned, obviously other circumstances as well and it's just tough to see that the tax rates or or you know potential tax consequences in retirement for a lot of people I meet with will actually get better based mm-hmm. on where, what we're seeing right now. You know, I always like to kind of go through things and project things out. And, you know, for a lot of people, I think at some point in time, you'll experience probably a higher tax rate than what you're paying, what you'd be currently paying in whatever bracket you're in right now. Um, just, th- again, the way things are going now. But, you know, until I read this article, it was pretty interesting about how well Uncle Sam didn't think back. I didn't realize it. But, you know, that whole meme stock craze, it was pretty wild and people making a lot of money. And that was how, you know, like that article referenced it was how they made a lot had such a good I guess 2021 was based off those 2020 taxes mm-hmm. and all those short-term capital gains on on things like GameStop and all those other investments that really surge and people made hundreds of thousands of dollars for that matter on things like that but as good of a year as it was like you said and where inflation's going it didn't really make things all that much better and I think there's going to have to continue to find ways to reduce the national deficit in the future especially like with the rates going up that they're paying on the debt and it's just hard to see tax breaks in a lot of retirees futures. Well you and I have talked about the SECURE Act and we talk mm-hmm. every now and then they like throw us a bone and they say okay we're going to put annuities in 401ks that should help. We're going to push the RMD age up to 72 that should or help. Or 73 right? They yeah. did the whole talk and then right. 74 it's just yeah absolutely. So yeah. all of these things are supposed to help. But at the same time, the idea that tax rates would go down probably is a a far-fetched thought. So as you get into your retirement years, the idea of having a tax strategy for your money so that all of this money isn't leaking out, you know, we're all Americans and we we all want to, you know, pay our fair share, as they say, or we want to pay taxes. We know that makes the government work, but I don't want to overpay because of ignorance. I don't want to, I don't want to make a mistake and pay a whole bunch of taxes that I didn't need to pay. And that's where working with a financial advisor and having a tax strategy helps. Yeah, sometimes, you know, the mistake you are actually making is doing nothing or Mm -hmm. not making adjustments while you can be doing them. You know, when I sit down with a lot of people, what I try to focus on is, you know, some changes 
you can make now or yearly leading up to, you know, a potential big impact year, like, you know, age 72 of an RMD year. If you're 65 now and retiring or even still working for that matter, we're trying to put you in a much more tax-friendly state from now until 72. So you're not continuing to kick that tax can down the road at 72 and then all of a sudden have this tax bomb hit your retirement picture and you have to pay a lot of taxes because you're required to take out maybe more money than you intended on. And it really impacts other things like social security, maybe if you have a pension and what those tax rates are. So again, the mistakes you sometimes make are not doing anything at all or taking a look at what opportunities are available to you today, tomorrow, before that tax bomb comes. So we've talked about that person who probably has most of their money in the 401k. That's where most of our savings are. And we've talked in the past about the idea of taking some of that taxable money, paying the taxes now, and then putting aside that money for the future. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense right now as the market is down? These conditions yeah. are right now. What makes a person a good candidate for that? What are the questions that you ask and answer when you talk about that? I think what you're referring to is Roth conversions. Right. right. And, and um, you know, I've actually gone through um, the exercise with some clients recently, and we've done the conversions just because – really what we're trying to capitalize on is the pullback in the market. So the pullback happened inside of your IRA under this scenario. And, you know, if we're converting now while the dip is and we're moving assets from a pre-tax account into a tax-free account, ideally when the recovery happens, it happens with that bucket of assets in the tax-free account. So you see the surge there because it's all tax-free growth and then tax-free withdrawals to you at a future date. And then the process of that is really what we're trying to accomplish is getting assets out of your pre-tax bucket of money and putting them into the tax-free bucket of money. You pay taxes on it now. It is It goes on to your taxable ordinary income, in this case for the year 2022, on top of what other ordinary income you have. So you're going to make sure it makes sense and doesn't you know throw you into some other massive tax mm -hmm. bracket and pay a lot of taxes. But if it does make sense, it just puts you in a much better state potentially in the future from a tax standpoint. You can look at this and say taxes are on sale right now because we yep. are at the very lowest tax bracket we've seen in an awfully mm -hmm. long time. So, yep. you know, when is a good time to buy something? When it's on sale. And yep. so that's kind of what we're looking at right now. So it's certainly worth a conversation. Yeah, it is. You can keep the same investments potentially, um, you know, moving from the pre-tax to the tax-free bucket. And again, it, it, I think getting that, that recovery growth on the tax-free bucket, you know, it's a no-brainer. If I wanted... If I had both buckets and I wanted one to grow more than the other, it's a tax-free bucket because it's tax-free growth. Again, tax-free income to you in the future doesn't affect how your Social Security gets taxed or there's so many other major things it does that an important strategy like that makes a lot of sense for a lot of people gearing up for retirement or in retirement. A retirement plan really isn't a full retirement plan unless it has a tax plan that is associated with it. And if you haven't checked off that box yet right now, maybe you've saved a lot of money for retirement and you're feeling pretty good simply because of the number that you saved or you're diversified you have it saved in a whole bunch of different places and some's at risk and some isn't and you've kind of got your ducks in a row do you have a tax strategy that is connected with all of that money 
uh, in the future, you don't want to be, you know, writing all sorts of checks to Uncle Sam and finding that, you know, when you were in your working years, you had to write a check. But when you're in your retirement years, you had to write a bigger check. Well, that doesn't make any sense. So let's sit down and have a strategy for that. Give us a call or give us a look on the website and let's sit down and talk through it. If that's the element that you're missing right now, let's get it taken care of. Let's put some math with it. 617-440-9365 is our number. 617-440-9365. Give us a call. We do these plans at no charge. You can also find us on the website. It's real easy. 365retirement.com. As you look at the page, you're going to scroll down, learn a little bit about Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners, and a window pops up. This is, would you like to talk about your finances? And click on that, and you'll be on your way. Again, we do these at no charge. All right. So when we talk about the condition of the market right now, interest rates are going up. Bonds are getting hit. The Fed is trying to slow inflation. They're not making much of a dent yet. 60% of people in this Global Atlantic survey say the conditions that we're in right now are making it harder to develop income for retirement. So, Ryan, do you feel like right now what's going on, you've kind of got one hand tied behind your back and and conditions are not very good? Or can you overcome what we're doing right now? I think it's important to uh, take a look at where you're allocated right now. Like, what, what are your goals? How much income do you need, right? There's this survey looking at income and saying that's the worry that they're taking the survey on is creating that income stream that generates enough. You know, inflation is a major concern right now, you know, in the 8% year over year. And it's hard because you, you really can't look to anywhere and say, I can generate an 8% yield on this investment on a yearly basis. You know, bonds are at historically low yields right now. And bank savings are just generating a fraction of what inflation is. You know, you're lucky to get a percent right now in, in a bank savings account. So I think a lot of the issue when people are looking to find income right now, it's tough, especially with inflation being such a major factor and seeing their expenses increase pretty significantly tied to things like, you know, I mean, everyone feels the gas surges right now. It's like you drive, you're going to work in the morning and you're driving home later the day and you see the 10 cents increase on mm -hmm. the sign of the gas station you're driving by. And it's yeah. happened a number of times with me. I, I always try to look at that. But you're feeling the impact of inflation significantly right now. And if your income isn't increasing along with it, you, you know, increase creates a, a pretty significant worry. But we really try to look at a lot of different avenues, whether it be annuities, you know, dividend yielding stocks right now, that try to make sure we keep up with these inflation rates and the rising costs that we see with our clients. In the world of real estate, it's location, location, location. Mm. In the world of retirement, it's income, income, income. So how are you getting income in retirement? You know how you're getting income right now. You get a paycheck every two weeks and you know what you bring home. Do you know what you will bring home in your retirement years? There's Social Security, and then there's this block of money that you've saved. What does that mean? Let's figure that out. That means we're going to have a retirement plan for the future, an income plan as part of that retirement plan. Give us a call or give us a look on the website, and we will do this for you at no charge. We'll sit down and have that appointment and build that retirement plan, the 365 retirement plan for you, to give you some more uh, a solid look at what you're going to be looking at in your retirement years. 617-440-9365. 617 
440-9365 or online it's 365retirement.com. We talked a little bit there about Social Security and what that check might look like. It might be getting better. We'll talk more about that coming up next on the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast. We hope you're learning a lot from today's show, but how does it apply to your situation? You can find out with a call to the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners for a complimentary 365 retirement plan consultation. If you're serious and saved $500,000 or more for retirement, there's never been a better time than now to have a written retirement plan. You'll learn where you are now and what you should be doing to retire with confidence. Call 617-440-9365. That's 617-440-9365. And on your computer at 365retirement.com. Welcome back to the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast. Online, you can find us on Google Play, Spotify, and iTunes. Just look up the 365 Retirement Radio Show. We'll have all the past shows there that you can listen to as well. And uh, so if you didn't hear the entire show today or you missed the first half or whatever, it's all there for you online. So on your time, find it iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. All right. So, Ryan, some good news actually coming out. Uh, Last year, we had a pretty good raise, one of the biggest ever for Social Security because of inflation. It was 5.9%. The Bureau of Labor Statistics is now saying that next year, the increase could be 8.6%. So at least something's going up with inflation. (laughs) That's going to help us, right? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely right. I mean, it's good because that is what inflation's at right now. And uh, it's crazy to see that type of a jump, which we're probably not expecting at any point. You know, if you're collecting Social Security, you probably weren't expecting to get an 8% bump at any point in time in your retirement, right? Never predicted this inflation rate would be where it is right now, but it's it's good that something is going up along the lines with inflation when a lot of people do rely on Social Security as a fixed income stream. Mm-hmm. But the, so, the fact yeah. of the matter is, though, that when you start to look at what the actual numbers are, the average Social Security check coming to an individual in this country is $1,600 a month. So another 8 9%, I mean, we're talking about 150 bucks. That's a trip to the grocery store, right? Yeah, so, I was going to say. Yeah, or, or two trips to the gas station. Right, right? Yeah. exactly. So it's it's helping, but it's not helping that much. So we certainly have to build more sources of income past Social Security. So mm-hmm. maybe you're a couple, and maybe you're looking at getting three, $4,000 a month in Social Security. That's great, and that 8% looks even better. But certainly people getting by on just Social Security, that's not a real retirement, is it? It's not. And kind of to just like paint the picture from like a broad standpoint, if uh, if you're getting Social Security of, say, $4,000 a month and without really factoring in taxes, is but we do factor in taxes, right. we're really dialing it in. You know, if your needs are, let's just say, $6,000 a month, Social Security is four, four of it. You know, you have to generate a lot of people when we sit down, they want to generate, a, you know, a, a fixed income of that gap to gap that $2,000. And, you know, where do we go getting that? And then you also need another bucket of money to keep up with inflation for future purposes for, you know, 20 years down the road. Because if you need $6,000 a month now, that $6,000 a month down the road is going to be $10,000 a month based on just current inflation rates of where you would see. So you need to project out in retirement, 15 years, 20 years down the road, you're not going to need that same 6,000 you need today. You're going to need a lot more. You need buckets of assets that do you know, we'll be able to grow and keep up with inflation rates. You can't just have everything in that fixed account generating just what you need today, if, if that makes sense. 
I've read articles where it said your your social security decision mm-hmm. might be the most important decision that you make in retirement. And I, yeah. I can agree with that to a certain point because it is a very important discussion, whether you take it at full retirement age, you take it early, you wait out until you're 70 years old, whatever it is, you do the math on that. But the next decision that you have to make is how do I create income from everything else exactly. that, that goes yeah. on top of my social security? I think that's an even more important discussion. I think it all kind of factors into each other too. And, you know, how, when you take social security as a factor on your taxes and your taxation of other accounts and, you know, how do you allocate your other accounts is crucial in retirement. You know, it is definitely, you know, more important than social security and when you want to, because if you allocate your investment or retirement accounts inappropriately and maybe have too much risk and all of a sudden that could jeopardize your retirement far more than, you know, social security ever could. So, having the allocation, making sure you find enough income to supplement your social security and other fixed income sources with your retirement assets is certainly just as important as the timing of social security. And if you are a couple and you're getting three, four, even Mm $5,000 a month in social security, and then you start looking at your income on top of that, you've probably done well over your life. If you're in that category, then you have to start thinking about how do I take this income? Because now you're going to be on Medicare and your Medicare is determined, what you pay there is determined by how much income is coming in. And then there's this balancing act. You don't want to take too much income to affect all these other things. I mean, it <laughs> you got to sit down and do the math on this. Yeah, it is a balancing act. And there's a lot of things that kind of go into it, like how much taxation is going to be happening to your Social Security. A lot of people don't realize that, you know, a portion of their Social Security will probably be taxed in retirement. And, you know, how your other sources factor into that is is a major consideration on timing of Social Security and how to allocate your other sources. So everything spills over, so to speak, Mm -hmm. to the other options. And but when we sit down and we're going through this with everyone, the 365 plan tries to encompass all, you know, all of those options. And then we go through that from a bird's eye view and say, hey, listen, this is what your income in retirement looks like. And, you know, I'm showing you that you will be okay and you will be able to generate enough income to cover your expenses in retirement and try to make them as comfortable as we can. That Social Security decision is one we're all probably going to have to make. Do I take it early? I can take Mm -hmm. it at 62 or I can wait till the full retirement age. I can go to 70. I can do it anywhere in between. And you're trying to figure out what the time is and what's right for you as a couple or as an individual for your full retirement is certainly something where we have to sit down and do the math on it. And as you uh, want to sit down and talk through a full retirement plan, that's going to be a big piece of that income puzzle. So we need to do that. And here is our number and here is our website. If that's one of the big things that's a mystery to you right now, let's do the math on that. That's an easy one. 365retirement.com is our website. Start there. And as you scroll down, a window opens up. Would you like to talk about your finances? And just click yes. And we'll ask you to put in a little information there so our team can reach out to you. You can even schedule your meeting right there on the website. Or you can give us a call. It's 617-440-9365. 617-440-9365. So as we're looking at our accounts right now, a lot of us are down, maybe 10%, 15 maybe even more. I don't know. But uh, you look at your number right now, and it's pretty good. Maybe you've saved a half a million dollars for retirement, 750 maybe a million dollars or even more, what would make you feel good about going into retirement? The people from Charles Schwab did that, and they said the average person said $1.1 million. That's my number, $1.1 million. So if we put the number aside 
as you sit down with people and you start to go through the plans and they start to feel better about their retirement, what is it, Ryan, that makes people feel more secure or happy as they start into their retirement journey as you're doing the planning? To be honest, it's having more income than what your expenses are. That's okay. why, I mean, I can't, sometimes when I go through these, I really can't stand them because I think people would read them and either, oh, I have a $1.1 million, I should be fine if that's what the average person feels happy. But when reality is their expenses are probably higher maybe than some of them and mm-hmm. actually need more than $1.1 million. Mm-hmm. Though, you know, some people in those survey may have other sources of income beyond just their retirement expenses. Or, you know, someone may read that and only have $500,000 in, in a 401k and getting ready for retirement and be a little more discouraged. But that person also has a fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 a year pension that is going to help them with their retirement income. And they could be in a better situation than someone with $1.1 million. Everyone's situation is truly different. I think having, you know, just going by some of these studies and saying, that's my benchmark, I need to get to $1.1 million isn't the right way of going about it. It's truly figuring out, like, you know, starting with your expenses, seeing what you're going to need to generate in retirement from income sources and then taking a look at what your fixed income sources will be like social security if you're lucky enough to have a pension maybe rental income and then you look at your investments and okay this has to come up with the delta the differential between those sources and your expenses and this is how we're going to do it and this is how we're going to allocate it and this is what it will comfortably provide throughout your retirement while considering taxation and all the other things that go into it as well in showing you you'll have enough. I I think that's the bottom line. Well, I think of it as taking a legal pad and putting a Mm -hmm. bunch of boxes and checking them off as you go through. You know, the first step is to say, what are your expenses? What are the budget? What what do you need? And then we say, okay, what are we going to do about Social Security? What are we going to do with that 401k to make income? Okay, then what does that do with the taxes? And then you start to check off that box. And do I have enough insurance? Do I have a legacy plan? Do I have all the legal papers in place? And you just keep checking off the boxes as you go down the list. And then, Ryan, you may bring up some boxes that we didn't even know <laughs> that yeah. existed and, and we didn't even know were there and checking off those boxes as well. I got to believe that that's the kind of thing and that's the kind of meeting where people walk away and say, okay, this is what I was looking for. It was very foggy up on top of Retirement Mountain. I couldn't see the peak, and now all of a sudden, the skies have cleared a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah, you got to lift up the hood and see what's under the hood to go through fix the engine and make sure you are checking all the boxes. Because if you don't check all the boxes, then that's what's going to potentially lead to a big surprise, not for the better, in retirement, right, that you weren't aware of or all of a sudden – you know, something happens and you weren't accounting for, let's just say, taxes in retirement. Not that I think many people would, but let's just say you weren't or you weren't accounting that your Social Security, you thought all your Social Security income would be like tax free income when it probably won't be. And therefore, bigger chunks going to go to Uncle Sam, leaving you with a net dollar amount in your pocket. And it doesn't cover what your expenses are that I mean, those types of things could arise if, if you're not going through things thoroughly enough and making sure you do check off all those boxes. And you may be saying, well, if I were to sit at one of these meetings, I really mm-hmm. don't know what to ask. I know what I want, but I just don't know what to ask. What I would do is I would sit down and come up with a whole bunch of what if questions. You should have the what if questions answered. What if taxes go up? What if we have another market decline? What if we have another 2008? What if I get sick? Uh, those are things that I 
I think if people get those questions answered as well, those are boxes as well, aren't they? Absolutely right. You know, those what ifs that you just mentioned, a lot of those are almost realities in retirement. Like mm -hmm. those things do happen. We'll have taxes probably will go up. We'll have another market pullback, realistically, multiple of them um, in your retirement. And how does that affect things? The reality is, unfortunately, do, you know, long term care is a thing and mm -hmm. could play a huge role in your retirement. And I think you need to make sure you account for it. So those boxes, those what ifs are things that need to be checked off in certain scenarios that you need to run through to say, how will it actually affect me? So to sit down and have that meeting and get those boxes checked off, you want to know about Social Security, you want to know what your income is, you want to know about taxes, you want to know about insurance and legacy planning and legal papers, and then asking all the what-if questions of retirement. Let's get all of that out on the table. Let's let's have a regular, real-life, on-paper retirement plan for you. Give us a call, go to our website, and let's start that because as we help people at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners over the last 30 years, that's what we do. We help people retire. Give us a call and let's help you. 617-440-9365. 617-440-9365. You can also go to our website, 365retirement.com. Scroll down, a window pops up. It'll say, would you like to talk about your finances? Click on that button right there, follow the prompts, and we do these for you at no charge. You want to get a better look and focus in on what your retirement looks like? Let's give you those numbers. Again, 617-440-9365 or 365retirement.com. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next time here on the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast. For more information, to schedule a consultation or upcoming retirement planning events and radio show times, go to rlwealtheducates.com. John Conley and Ryan Marston are investment advisor representatives of Retirement Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed can be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if John Conley, Ryan Marston or Sam Lang are licensed in your state. Please call 617-630-8787. Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through RNL Insurance Agency. Massachusetts license number 1783398.